Get the old chimney sweeper Make sure the chimney is clear Time to get humming Santa is coming I love this time of the year Welcome to Molly and Pete Save Christmas. I'm Pete. I'm Molly. This is is this going to be our final episode of the 2020 holiday season? It is. It's very sad. <laughs> and that maybe not for the listener, but personally, <laughs> as a someone as a Christmas enthusiast, it's always a little bit bittersweet when you know the season is over. Are we going to keep going after this? Like just do a podcast once every two weeks, maybe. Maybe. Should we do something around Hallmark uh, movies? Like, you know, because they always have winter extravaganzas, and then they have Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then Arbor Day. I mean, we just did it where we talked about other things last time, and we kept it going. Yeah, maybe. You just gave me a look. (laughs) I'm wondering if people can hear you drinking coffee. I'm sure they can, and Lemur eating next to us, too. I think you can, because when I go back and, uh, like... Which one? The drinking coffee drinking? Both. I would advise not doing it. I hate when people eat and drink on podcasts, and I can tell that they're doing it, and it drives me crazy. It's so gross. Just enjoying a nice, warm beverage. <laughs> it's like your 15th cup of coffee. It's my third cup of coffee. <laughs> no, when, I don't think I'm alone in this, not in not liking people drinking on podcasts. I try to do it away from the mic. <laughs> You had the you had the two like pushed together. <laughs> well, that was just to show that I was drinking a warm beverage. I remember like my brother used to write me these letters, and he would always talk about how much coffee my parents would drink. And <laughs> <in> them. <laughs> that's what makes me think. Of. <laughs> it was like a major, <laughs> like a major topic of each letter <laughs> how much coffee they had been drinking. Yeah, my parents growing up, they would drink coffee all day long. Maybe make a couple of pots, but then also, if the coffee was just sitting in the percolator, they would pour the cup and then heat it up in the microwave. <laughs> That's just—I mean, it just sounds the like mi- an old person thing. Or the microwave. I saw some. What was the, what's the uh, the famous English cook? What was her? What's her name? Julia Child. No, no, current. There's a video of her saying micro. I and just heat it up in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that many cups of coffee. We it just feels like you're always <laughs> like I'm. Well, I mean, I like I have acid reflux, so I'm limited in the amount of coffee I can have. But it just seems like I've been done drinking coffee for hours, and you're still <laughs> going for it. They try to be resourceful and use the you know use all the coffee that has been made. You can just make less. I don't know how to make less in the. Uh, I, I have my, I have like the the Your measurements system. like are exactly how I like it. I know how enough, the amount of coffee and the amount of water that makes a good pot of coffee. If I vary from that, all hell will break loose. I don't like the sound of drinking coffee not on a podcast and then especially on a podcast. And then I noticed from other podcasts I listen to where they get accused of eating or drinking on while they're recording by listeners so it's i know i know i have i have opinions about things this is not my sole opinion <laughs> Nigella oh, Lawson. Lawson. Yeah. yeah she says microwave <laughs> oh that's ridiculous <laughs> oh no it's oh it's horrible it's terrible so we've been doing a lot of Christmas things. Yeah, we've kind of like finished our list, though. Yesterday we went to the Music Box, always has It's a Wonderful Life, and 
Um, the Music Box Theater always has its Wonderful Life and White Christmas at the theater, but this year it's at a drive-in, so we went to that, and it was fun. Like yeah. we were, we weren't sure if it was going to be fun or not, and it was. Yeah, at some point yesterday afternoon, I was like, I wish your parents could just come over and we could just watch it on television and be warm. Because <laughs> I was just concerned about having the car off. Yeah, so we like they they had a lot of rules about how like you listen to the audio through your radio, so you had to be able to turn that on, but then not have any lights on your car. But then we weren't sure if we'd be cold or not if we could have the heat on. Like they allowed you to turn your heat like your car on for ev- like once every hour or something yeah. like and that. Yeah, and I noticed people were doing that. So we just brought blankets, and it was it wasn't super cold yesterday, yeah. thankfully. So we just brought blankets, and we were. And dressed warmly and we were okay and then we there were still like two little like parking lights that came on our car and so a guy came by who worked there with wet t-shirts <laughs> yeah wet like soccer jerseys this was at like a soccer like sports complex yeah. thing so and he put them over the the lights and so they would fall it was windy so they would fall off your head and they would have to get out of the car and put them back on if you've never been to the music box it's a wonderful life white christmas sing-along what happens is when you get into the theater, you know, you try to get there a little bit early, say 15 minutes mm-hmm. early, get your seat. And you have assigned seats. You enjoy Dennis Scott playing the organ. You know, yeah. He plays all sorts of like Christmas songs while you're just, you know, waiting for the movie to start. And it's great. Yeah. He's awesome. And then, and then there's a real ham bone guy that plays Santa. <laughs> and then. And carolers. Ugh, gag. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Then carolers come out. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty lame. So then, you know, at. 445 when the movie is supposed to start that's when the sing-along starts that's yeah. when santa comes out and plays along and they show the lyrics <laughs> on the the screen yeah. and they did that at the drive-in yeah. so i'm singing along to the songs <laughs> like you're supposed to do Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Oh, you're singing, reindeer. You sing every song. You were good. You're, you were a good little goer. And you were like mocking me, and I was like, I do this every year. No, I, I wasn't mocking you. I was just like, what are you? Why are you singing? <laughs> and maybe because we're in a theater yeah, full of just, other like, alone people. in the car, <laughs> the lyrics is falling off. You're just like looking at your phone. I'm like looking up at the lyrics, singing along to "It's the Most Wonderful Time of Year." <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you're with other people and singing along, there's like a feeling to that. But just when you're alone looking at it and singing, it's not the same. <laughs> and then I was singing my, one of my favorite songs is a Nat King Cole's version of the Christmas song. And I was singing that on the way home. And you were like, why are you singing this? So then last night, I, I, can't, I really don't know if it was real or a dream. But I dreamt, or this actually happened, that you were singing like a very like religious Christmas carol. Like just parts of it and i woke up and i and like looked at you and then you got your phone and like looked something up or wrote something down and then went back to sleep that was <laughs> was that real or a dream i don't know i don't recall it but there's often times where i've i've done things at night where you would say that i've done that i don't remember because i'm sleeping so i mean it's possible i could have been singing a song well yesterday was definitely the most you've ever sang in one day since i've known you <laughs> so no because when we go to the sing-along i sing along so it was the most solo singing. Ever. Well, yeah, that's for sure. I nailed pretty much every song. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> like we, you know, we sing like goofy things about our pets. Or you sing like, you know, you try to like remember what a song is, and you sing a little bit of it, or you sort of like, yeah, do an impression of some kind of song. But then to like straight up, just straight through, sing yeah, all these songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I, <laughs> as you know, I've kind of been obsessed with, you know, listening to the light and really digging deep into the, the meaning of some of these Christmas songs, you know, Randolph mm-hmm. and Run Run Rudolph yeah. and Andy Williams, it's the most wonderful time of year, you know, mm-hmm. it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> and there was a, there's a part in it that I thought was always odd and I never really like, well, that seems weird, but whatever. And yeah. you just like you accept this as the song. And uh, I noticed Ken Tremendous, Michael Shore from The Office and Parks and Rec- Recreation on Twitter, noticed the same thing. And he posted it on, on Twitter and he, he tweeted something like, you know, I love my favorite part of It's the Most Wonderful Time of Year by Andy Williams is when he forgets what holiday he's singing about because <laughs> he, saw, he says, you know, there'll be scary ghost stories. And you're like, what are there scary ghost stories in Christmas? I don't know. I've never I've never experienced scary ghost stories no. during Christmas. That's not a thing. No, maybe it's like um, a Christmas Carol where you talk about like the ghosts, ghosts? of Christmas oh. past. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Her future or present. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's a stretch, though. I think I preferred the drive-in in that our seats were more comfortable <laughs> than the seats sure. at the music box. <laughs> yeah. You don't just sit right by somebody. Like, it's always, like, families that come and they bring their uncle that's, like, drunk that, like, never goes right. to the movies. Like, Remember you don't have to deal I, with that. that. Guy, like, yelled at me I just remember us being yelled at by a drunk person at that at one, one year. But I feel like there's always kind of that feeling, though. And those parts were, were better. Yeah. And there's always that there's, there's always that part when you're in, in the theater when we would go to the movies and you'd, you'd get your seat. And then, like, the next 20 minutes, you're just nervous about, you're, like, you're staring at every person walking in to see who's going to come sit next to you yeah, or, or make you move you. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I know it's a little different at the music box where, you know, everything's assigned and it's all sold out. So there's definitely going to be somebody next to you or whatever. But you never know what type of person. So there's always some nerves involved. And yeah, the drive-in totally eliminate like, there's all that a, stuff. There's always a point in which I love it's a wonderful life, but there's always a point where I'm ready for it to be over. It's like a little too long, <laughs> and uh, I never, I didn't really feel that yesterday. So listening to it on the radio, there's so much more that I picked up audio-wise, yeah. background noise, and just the actual dialogue I may have missed mm-hmm. in the theater. I enjoyed it listening to it on 89.9 <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah, it was fun. Obviously, I've seen It's a Wonderful Life a number of times. It's it's a weird movie. There's like weird parts. Yeah. And at the end, when everything everybody comes together and George, you know, gets all the money for, out of the basket and and Harry Bailey, the younger his younger brother comes in with Bert the cop. Yeah, and Bertha Cop's holding an accord. He's he's he has an accordion. Yeah, why? Why does Bertha Cop all of a sudden have an accordion? Because <laughs> they're gonna have a party. <laughs> I don't know. Play the I just thought that was weird. <laughs> Maybe that's something they did back in the day. <laughs> it was a squeeze box. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was a squeeze box. I don't know. I get choked up every time, and I don't no, know if it's it was. It's like a Hallmark movie. I'm like, okay, is this is gonna be over yet, and then you're like, oh, it's like happy. And uh, maybe because 2020 has been such a nightmare hit a little harder this year i remember feeling like feeling trump vibes from it last year but really like just seeing pottersville and feeling like that's what this country has could have been become yeah Yeah. and then we we got home last night as you also know that i'm very into old sitcoms (laughs) of 
classic <laughs> Christmas episodes. You were you went running yesterday. Went like for a long run at Morton for like a twelve mile run. And I'm like, okay, what time are you getting home? And you're like, I'll be home at around eleven, right? I'm like, all right, I'll be home at ten. That gives me an hour to watch the West Wing Christmas. <laughs> Send me a picture that you were watching it. And, it, and you were like, you're so wrong about this. It's great. It, and I was like, is there the part where the homeless person dies and he, you know he's like the white savior to it all? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's all yeah. I mean, you're right. All is that sappy stuff, stuff with his landing him still in it. That is, was that taken out? Your mom had listened to the the last podcast. I've I've been wanting to know if they've they've been intrigued about watching the West Wing shibboleth. So like every asking. time I talk to one of them, you say, "Did they say that they watched shibboleth?" I was like, what? No. And you're like, why are you forcing them to? They're do so this? nice to you. Why would you torture them with that? And Nobody wants to watch it. My dream is to like sit with them and watch Shibboleth and in Excelsis in Excelsis Deo or whatever it is. Um, so I, got I remember. That I remember one Christmas Eve you made us at my parents' house watch that, and it did not go well. But so. th- there was a lot of things going. Uh, yeah. It's, okay. It's, you, this, you can pull that out of your excuse pocket. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but, I think that there that because it was on, there were a lot of things going on. No, like the dogs are doing stuff, and it's an episode where you have to pay attention. You you can't just you can't you can't just like I think zone. This is what I said. I think this just needs to be your thing. Just enjoy it as your thing. But I like introducing it to other people that may not be familiar with it because it's really good. Both the episodes in Excelsis Deo and Shibboleth. But anyway, so I'm um, so I've watched Frasier. I've gotten my friends the Holiday Armadillo in without your knowledge. Yeah. So we get home. No, I knew about Hard- Holiday Armadillo, and that is, the, I would rather watch West Wing than that. I hate a Ross Forward Friends episode. <laughs> and so we get home last night. Uh, we get home from the It's a Wonderful Life thing, and you, you said, "All right, let's. I guess let's let's fire up Festivus." And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Yes." This has never happened where you've actually like suggested we watch a Christmas episode. So I went of a into TV the kitchen show. and I, then I came back to the living room and you're just sitting there like going through like Hulu or something. I was like, "What are you doing? We, you know, we've got to like get on Zoom." <laughs> and he's like, "You told me to do this." I was like, "I would never in a million years say that." <laughs> I was ready to watch the episode, uh, the the strike of season nine episode of Seinfeld which we know Festivus is. Uh, but we were invited to, you know, Jim Rafato, my pal, who I used to work with every year, has a Festivus party, which we go to. And But the, since we can't meet up in person, mm-hmm. they had a Zoom Festivus party. Yeah. And that's what you were talking about. You were talking about let's fire up the computer and get on the Zoom Festivus. But I thought you meant... Let's watch the let's watch the episode of Festivus. But Jen, just like with regular Festivus, somehow we get there like really late. <laughs> but yeah, the party Which always <laughs> happens for some reason. I know. Like I, I think all of like our friends had already like been on it. Yeah. Who I would have like you know loved to see. Yeah. Which I mean, it was fine to see the other people too, but we don't, yeah. we didn't we know, didn't know anybody. anybody. Yeah. At some point, I logged in. I mean, it was good to see Jim and Danielle, of course, but yeah, everybody else we didn't like, know. I logged in. There was a conversation that I just I didn't feel like I could add any additional context to, so I like I just shut the computer down. I was like, maybe I'm just going to skip it this year. And then you came down and you're well, like, like, just, we, just yes, let's, 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 just let's log in. And yeah, it was good to but see it's funny Jim. Like and, they had noticed that you came in and out, and then another <laughs> person came on and she's like, oh, I'd, I thought there'd be a lot of people here, and I, like I wouldn't have been noticed. And she was trying to do the same thing, <laughs> just a quick in and out. Um, and then we couldn't figure out how to like leave. 
just yeah so i just i sent a uh <laughs> like i just like sent a chat saying like all right we're we're could we we're on there for an hour yeah yeah and it's just like it's hard it's hard i mean i guess regular parties are hard to leave too but it was just hard to navigate like how to how to leave because it didn't feel like it was ending anytime no soon. Dan- how late did it go danielle said that they you know they had expected that it would go for an hour and they'd you know meet up with some friends and she said they were the, they were on there for four hours oh my gosh I love going to Festivus because, like, I don't really see Jim that often anymore. I see him on social media and stuff. But yeah. it was just like when I saw him, like, enter that, like, Dan, when we got, when I logged on, Danielle was in a conversation with somebody. And then, like, he came in and it was like, oh, like, it's so good to see Jim. Like, I, yeah. mi- I miss seeing I know, him and yeah. I miss talking to him and yep. miss him it's being so angry about the Cubs <laughs> or something. Well, it's interesting that like they've moved to a neighborhood that a lot of people have moved to because you can afford a house in it, and it's the red neighborhood of Chicago. Yeah. And so, but these more you know more progressive people have moved there from other neighborhoods and changed yeah. the fa- like opened businesses mm-hmm. and changed the face of it, or, or you know it's evolving. And they've had like an alderman like issues and yeah like a very racist mm-hmm. alderman and um and so they've like trauma bonded together right, exactly. to be like yeah. progressive in this like racist yeah. neighborhood so it was like a lot of their friends that they know from like an organization that they've joined mm-hmm. to try to like change to get fair housing in the neighborhood and change like the face of the yeah the neighborhood though so yeah which i applaud but it, at a zoom festival it got party. a little businessy <laughs> yeah. in some <laughs> yeah there was a, i just wanted to like talk about the cubs <laughs> something but. well you can it's it's weird in that like it's interesting that you know when you go to a party like that i mean like festivals are like we always have a party where people know each other from all different ways i always yeah. want like people to have conversations with someone they don't know and it kind of brings everyone together but it seems to like we always sort of talk to the same people yeah. at festivus and we don't really like meet the other people so you got to meet the other people yeah but at the same time, I just wanted to talk to like the people that we <laughs> yeah, to. yeah. It's it remi- and you can't do that on a on Zoom. No, but it, yeah, it was great, and I'm glad I'm glad they did it. And I know we always kind of dread the drive because it's far. Yeah, and we usually have done something that, that and then during you have to the get, day. Like, an Uber that drives you back far again. <laughs> so there, it's all there's always some. Like, oh, God, we have to go to Festivus. But then we go, we always have fun. And it's not that we have to go to Festivus, it's that we have to go all the way yeah, up to that oh, yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, and we, all, yeah, we always have fun, and we're, I, we're always glad that we did it, but that was eliminated. Yeah. But then that part was still, <laughs> it still was there. Okay, so. well, our Uber's here, so <laughs> well, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this reminds me, but when, kind of going back to my Christmas music obsession on the light... I always complain about the song selection that they play. They're very limited in their song selection. I'm like, yeah. oh, really? Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock again? Another Percy Face? I, all, mm-hmm. I'm always complaining about, let's let's open this up. There's so many other great Christmas songs. As you learned this week, there's a lot of other bad ones. Well, too. yeah, I can add to this. <laughs> um, the other day, I was listening to the Christmas station, and they played a Wendy and Carney Wilson song. Yeah. This is garbage. Give me, I want, <laughs> They've been playing one that's like the weekend and somebody, which I like the weekend, but not this, not the somebody that is with. And it's really bad too. So I was like, the yeah, new just, additions, like, we t- turns out we just like the old. Yeah, ones. just give me Bobby Holmes, as it turns out. They've 
like you know i've been doing a lot of like peloton holiday content and they they seem to play the same they love the in sync christmas song which i do too i mean that's yeah, that's a classic. classic but then they play like the sia one that just like oh just puppies like, are forever no it's the, whatever the it's the one that sounds that very like auto tuney kind of sound i no, i'm not here for that and like an ariana grande one or something like newer ones that i was like then when you take the like i took a run that was more it was like kind of more classical like it'd be like nutcracker sweet or it was like more old-fashioned christmas songs i was like all right this is yeah. so much fun. <laughs> <I know. laughs> there's this brian adams christmas song that i heard. have i talked about this on the podcast i don't think so no we went into like just the grocery the little grocery store that's down the street kind of like right before they closed to grab a couple things and um and so i'm like the only one in there and so I could really hear the music and it was this Brian Adams song. It's like something I'm going to sing something about Christmas time something about Christmas and I'd never heard it before and it was really stuck in my head so I um, like looked it up and then now I hear it everywhere and it's in one of the Peloton runs too like, oh. we looked it up is it old or is it new he it's both I think it's old but then he put like a Christmas album together and it was on that maybe just like last year but I like I was really excited because because, well, of course, like you were, we, as we know, you were going to do a Christmas show and then now you're, <laughs> you're not. And then you had an, maybe an opportunity to do one and you turned it down. Well, no, there's a, there's a, there's another slot. My last day of work is on Tuesday. So there's this uh, woman at Chirp who do, also does two shows. She does a show on Wednesday and Wednesday afternoons, and then she does a show on Friday mornings. And I thought, oh, I'm going to ask her to take one her Wednesday show, which actually was my old slot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll, let them, I'll do the Christmas show then. But then I was over it. I was like, oh, that seems like too much trouble. I don't feel like putting it together. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of work. Like I put in a lot of work for this Christmas show. But then I we got I got a memory from yesterday from like 2017 on Instagram that said getting ready to prepare my eighth annual mm-hmm. chirp holiday spectacular tune in so i was like oh maybe i should just bite the bullet and do it <laughs> so i'm still just decide <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the indecision <laughs> or just like i don't like just like tashing through it <laughs> um but yeah so as you're preparing you know like we're sort of listening for new things and i really like secretly like it's jag jaguar and dead oceans and like secretly canadian secretly canadian those record labels um i like a lot of like the artists that are on that label and so they started like there's a lot of their artists did christmas songs this year and they started a playlist on spotify of christmas songs and i was like oh this is so exciting well i put it on um on like thursday or friday and it did not i i ff'd through every song it was so depressing it was terrible it was so bad every song was terrible there was not one good song on it and i was like nope i only like the old corny stuff well i mean i think that there are new there are new Christmas songs and Christmas records, but I think that there's an abundance of really bad ones. So like, you yeah. really have to dig to find it's something. It's so good. rare that a new one breaks through and that we add to it. I mean, this is like, I love this, like, the Burgers in a Bin yeah. song. By Nick Lowe. The Nick Lowe. But that's like 10 years old now. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's 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 not 50 years yeah, old. Yeah, so. yeah. But it's not like it's a, I don't know, something about it just, like, caught with me. Yeah. So, it's because it's just, like, light and fun. Like, these, the secretly ones were so heavy and depressing. Yeah. And I don't understand the impulse in 2020 to make heavy, depressing music yeah it should be like 
light and escapist i think is we're already de- we're all depressed don't <laughs> add to this please there's this i listen to kexp a lot and they um they have this day a couple times a year that's like a mental health awareness day and it makes that day makes me i can't listen to it it like bums me out so much all they do is play super depressing music it should be upbeat and poppy yeah like get happy and yeah that's it's a, not um so that's how i feel about that that playlist the yeah so i i mean i think it's a rare that you find a really good new holiday classic that yeah. can be added to your your christmas uh, collection i've enjoyed the colexico the, the colexico yeah that was new, actually that was good we listened to um, that the burrito song <laughs> there's a song about burrito that's lovely <laughs> It sounds like I mean, doesn't, doesn't, yeah. No, I like happy. this. Yeah, this is so much better than the Secret Lisa. <laughs> yeah, that's the Christmas vibe I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I spent uh, some time translating the lyrics too. I was like, "What are they singing about?" <laughs> like, you're sure you want to make sure before you get to it. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, Andy Serzan from Jam. Uh, our friend Dave Rockland, who works for Jam, he uh, he always would give me the CD of Andy Serzan. He's like mm-hmm. known as like the Christmas guy, the weird Christmas music. Yeah, guy. like he's always on Sound the Opinions. Yeah, music and, guy. and he yeah. puts out CDs of like, and we love a lot of those songs. Yeah, those yeah, Peppermint Choo Choo, yeah. and stuff like that. And this year, uh, I saw Sound Opinions post his playlist, and it was like all blues songs. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of the theme was like, you know, 2020 has been a bad year. I'm going to listen to some blues. But I was like, no, I want to listen to some happy songs. Why torture yourself more? I want to listen to... (laughs) Burrito (laughs) songs. <laughs> I don't want I feel like too like like we usually travel at this time of year and like that song kind of makes me think of somewhere that we might we might travel this time of year like yeah. the soundtrack yeah. to it yeah well next year so then the other thing that we were dealing with yesterday was that so there's you know you all probably know that shipping is nuts right now Mm -hmm. and so like the thing that i've been facing the past couple of weeks is that there's been a lot of orders we pack them up we print out a shipping label i take them to the post office if it's before six i take them to the post office that night if it's after six by the time we're done i drop them off in the morning the post office has these big bins that you put them in when i go in the bin is always overflowing and full and so i have to like wait for them to bring a new bin out or like i had this one experience where the where somebody who works at the post office like okay come with me this is what we're gonna do and she had me pull the big drum down Mm -hmm. and like i would shove a bunch of stuff in there and then she would catch it and she's like you have to listen to me because if you do it wrong you're gonna cut my hand off (laughs) i was like oh my gosh (laughs) um and they told me at the post office that they have 30 percent of their staff because of covid you know like people have gotten sick or people have been exposed have to quarantine or they take care of a family member or something like that and obviously there's been you know the trump administration has 
done things to affect the post office as well that we've seen evidence of. So there's a lot going on. And then, you know, there's been statistics that they've, there's 1200% more packages being shipped this year. People People are shipping everything and they're, it's amazing like how much they're supporting businesses too by ordering. So that's great. But then this is the the consequence of it. So what's been happening is that we saw this happen in the summer too where they weren't really scanning as much so things would not they might be moving or have gone to like a distribution center but they're not showing any progress when you just scan it or um, when you track it you put the tracking number in and look it up online you're not getting like an accurate read on it and then they'll scan it that's been delivered before it actually has like none of it is super accurate even with like FedEx and UPS I've seen the same things this year too so it's been a challenge to, while I'm like so thankful for all the orders, it's been a challenge to manage people's expectations of how fast they're going to get something. And then when they see or don't see any progress to assure them that we have in fact shipped their order, mm-hmm. it is somewhere and it will, I've shipped thousands of packages this year and nothing has, has been lost yet. It eventually makes it to him. So it's hard. I mean, I'm waiting for stuff. Yeah, too. Me too. <laughs> I'm but. in the same boat, and it's it's frustrating. So most people are, though. It can be exhausting to have to explain this over and over and over again. And I've added stuff to my, and this it's not just me. It's how everyone is handling it right now. My stores, other small businesses that have websites or Etsy stores. It's, we've had to add messages to our like confirmation emails. We've had to post things on our on our websites, like managing people's expectations and warning them before they place an order of what could happen so anyway so yesterday it all or i guess friday night it all came to a head where it's just as we were going to bed (laughs) because i get a lot of i get a lot of messages from people and i respond to them explaining what's going on and every other time people have for the most part have been very understanding and there's like a few things i've made the decision and it most because the people have been really kind yeah i've made the decision to go ahead and like fedex them a replacement even though they're still going to get the other one i mailed yeah. that i mean by this point it's order at your own risk yeah I but mean, for right people now, who ordered things in like november and they still hadn't gotten them then i stepped in and and made something extra happen you were talking about this and i had mentioned that i'm still waiting on a couple of gifts for you and i like looked at the tracking of one of my gifts i ordered it on the first of december it shipped out on the third and it's still in it's still in transit and i would never think to contact the seller yeah well there's been a lot of posts lately like like why small businesses do not control the usps there's nothing i can do and also no magic i can do nothing i can see on my end you know every situation is different but even if this doesn't get to you by christmas it's going to get here and yeah. you will receive it. Yeah. I mean, obviously I would love it. I would love for you to have it by Christmas day and open it like how we open presents. But if I, if it comes on the 27th, I can give it to you on the 27th. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not that crazy about yeah. it. You're not just going to like, yeah, rant and rave and then just throw it in the garbage <laughs> or throw it at the postal carrier. When it finally right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe, um, that would never be your um, instinct to do something like and that. And maybe I pay more attention to it because I know what you have to deal with. And we've had since March to figure out how to like adapt to this, but it's just, it was just the scale of everything. Yeah. So quickly post like black Friday yeah. ramped up. 
So on Friday night, we were, it was, it was great. We had a wonderful Friday night <laughs> having dinner, watching. We adopted out our cats. Oh, yeah. Our cats got adopted. Um, Darlene and Dolly both got adopted. And we watched. And I was feeling like things were kind of like simmering down finally. And everyone was sort of understanding. And yeah, people have been very, when they ask and I explained them what's happening, everyone else has been very understanding. And then, but I've always had, I've had this like fear because on Etsy you get ratings and they're not supposed to let you have a bad rating based on shipping that you can't a shipping issue that you have nothing to do with that you can't control and but it's still just you know it's like the fear of like these i know there's still packages out there that still say pre-shipment that we shipped over a week ago and you know just that that cloud hanging over over me we're all anticipating this and it was it's interesting that like they're all the posts from a couple weeks ago were like or a month ago were like make sure to shop early and Mm -hmm. then it was like then a week goes by and it's like USPS is experiencing delays and then it was posts a week later like what to do if you don't get your package in time and then now it's been all these posts about like be nice (laughs) be kind to small businesses be kind to to your postal carriers it's not just small businesses it's not like we're the only ones that things are slow for like I have some stuff from bigger companies that's in the still says pre-shipment that's the same thing we're all using the same carriers so no matter big or small so anyway so I like I've just been checking my email it's not it's bad hygiene like yeah to i just like check my email i check my reviews i check my instagram messages way too much right now and it's not healthy and so before i went to bed i checked and it was like dump 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 there it is a one star review so i have 1335 star reviews i think i have one four star review from a couple years ago that somebody didn't like my envelopes (laughs) or somebody didn't like the size of a card or something like that then I have this one one star review. So it just sent me into a tailspin of yeah. despair. Yeah. And I was really upset and I didn't sleep well and it just It's it's really hard too because as much as I could say you, you know you, you know you can't think about this one, you have to focus on all the good ones. It's hard it, it's virtually impossible to yeah. not have the one. No, and people bad have been so you. amazing with their reviews and so kind and I, I feel that, but it's just thinking about how hard we've... Now, I'm not just saying me. I'm saying we've all worked yeah, this year, yeah. and then this is our reward yeah. for it, is dealing with this person. And, you know, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about, like, Karen culture, and it's such a cliche, but, oh, my... I, like, I've really... <laughs> I've really felt it this year by how people have talked to me. Yeah. And um, just the, like... The entitlement and the narcissism and the know-it-allness yeah. and all of it. Very accusatory, like you're lying to them about when you shipped it. And Yeah. I, it, so this, even though I've had glimpses of this woman in some other messages, this was like the pinnacle. Yeah. It encompassed it. every every type of awful into yeah. one huge message. So I didn't respond. I kind of slept. And then that morning I drove to go running. And like as I was driving, I was kind of thinking about what my tactic was going to be and how to respond. Also to how to like reach out to Etsy because it was a very inflammatory um, review. And also, as you mentioned, a review pretty much criticizing the shipping. So technically they shouldn't have let that through. Yeah. And then I went running and I felt really like I had the 
some runner's high. I mm-hmm. felt really good. I'm like, I can deal with this. And so I came home and I, I responded to her both like publicly to her publicly to her message and then more like emotionally <laughs> mm-hmm. to her in um, a private her private because she had like done a public review and a private message to me too so like I spent a long time thinking about it in a very thoughtful response and then she had a very like rude flippant response <laughs> yeah. back to me so I'm like I'm outing this person on social media I actually like didn't out her her name or anything I kept that private but I posted her review and her messages on social media because I'm like I know we're all getting these and people Mm -hmm. are doing a lot of posts about kindness but I haven't seen a lot of posts about actually how mean people are being and how she accused me of lying about actually shipping her product and she said I was blaming this all on the USPS and she said that like I was blaming it on COVID which pretty much like she doesn't really think that's a thing everyone's blaming it on that and she a hundred times said she was an eBay seller which we everyone like is rolling their eyes at that like oh I'm so glad you you ship out old smoky gross things to people every now and then and uh uh, like mildewy smoky um yeah so she's all this kind of like I'm like something about this there's something about how she's phrasing things that started started to become clear she used to the pocket me. Uh, the she said I, pocket I, that excuses. i was using co- i was pulling covid as an out of my excuse pocket yeah because <laughs> i explained to her that like how the post office the protocol at the post office because she expected me to like get everything scanned at the post office and they're not really that's not how they're handling it right now they're having us just drop things off because the lines are so long right. and they, it's very limited who they let in so they don't want someone like me who could just drop it off and leave to like take up that time and space and so you know she's like that's you know that that's crap and that she would wait in line and get it scanned (laughs) even if i did that it's still going to go and sit in a distribution center for a week anyway so it's not it's not like that's going to make it get to her faster she's equating her ebay selling like every now and again a smoky old piece of you know jewelry or something that yeah. she sends out once every three weeks to your full-time business that you've been doing for 15 years it's all just delusional yeah i posted it and it got like a big response from people you know being infuriated with this kind of person and having had the same experience and we were all feeling it yeah. together so obviously my instagram feed is the right place to put, to, to call this person out on we're gonna people are gonna echo back yeah. to me yeah. i'm feeling and so another small business owner thanked me like she's like people aren't posting this enough i want this out here and she's like it's one thing if you have a legitimate negative review but it's all these reviews where it's somebody telling you how to do your business that are like rampant this yeah. year i was like this is interesting and so then someone shared with me a whole instagram that's a, that is dedicated to this someone also shared with me a website where you can look at all of their etsy reviews to see if this is how they handle things etsy actually resp- has been great with so far we'll see what happens mm-hmm. with with mitigating the effects of this um and her and keeping her away from me too you know, they all, it's interesting, like these reviews use the same kind of language where it's like they accuse people of using COVID as an excuse. They don't, they think it's a conspiracy that, that USPS is actually slow. There's a lot of kind of veiled racism about people working at the USPS being lazy yeah. and getting huge pensions and things mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. so there's like this thread that's running through them. And like they're like, I'm tired of COVID being an excuse. And yeah. I'm like, who are, you know, like they're hearing this from somewhere and then like putting it back mm-hmm. out there too so somehow like in in 
the midst of all of this, things became political. Yeah. <laughs> my answer right. Like, yesterday. Even this can become political. Yeah. You know, it's often my dream to open a shop. You know, I don't know what the shop would sell, but I like the idea of in one of the Hallmark movies we are going to talk about, you know, there's a hardware store involved. And I like the idea of like just like working at the hardware store during the day, <laughs> closing up shop and going home. With a door with a little bell. And it always, it just like, it's like, you I it, choose your playlist to play. Yeah, just idyllic. I'm like, oh, this is like so wonderful. But then the, the, the part where you have to deal with the public. They don't show that yeah. very much on the Hallmark Christmas Channel or the Hallmark Christmas movies. I always fear it seems like it's a dream, but then is my dream really to deal with the public? I've dealt with the public in various jobs throughout my life, and I don't like the public as it turns well, out very Well, most much. people, I think, are really nice. It's just you have to deal with a few people that sour it for everyone else. Right, and in the yeah. same way as you, you get a thousand and then somebody on Saturday morning sent me a really nice review and I like respond normally I I always like acknowledge reviews or nice reviews and say like you know thank you I appreciate you taking the time to do this but this person I wrote this whole letter to like about how much I appreciate (laughs) (laughs) and and I guess it even like you know like when we do Renegade and we sell you know your cards at the craft fairs it's for the most part Everybody is so nice. Yeah, you just have like one or two awkward. (laughs) Yeah, like I love that interaction. (laughs) Kind of rude people. people, Yeah, yeah, where you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, but that that is the one that you focus on. You don't like focus on all the nice people that you meet and they're so complimentary of your work. And it's like I always like that aspect of doing those fairs because I can you can see that what your art does to people, you know, the positive effect. But then, yeah, you're dealing with people and like some weirdos that. We'll just like look at the card and like say, I don't like this or I wanted to I want people to know that like uh, someone just might be making some candles and shipping them out on Etsy, but then they're having to deal with all of this. Right, right. Yeah. Too. Ah. Well, it's over. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's something else right around the corner. And just like, <laughs> we, as soon as, like Rachel, who works for me, like as soon as we, and she, this really like hurt her too, because she's worked just as hard as right. me to get orders out of, not even harder, because she's doing the packing up of order, of most of the orders. And I think it's just like, really, it was a gut punch to her. Yeah, of course too. it is. But then you have to realize that like, it really has nothing to do with anything we've done no this person's awful and this person is making other people's other people's lives awful around her forever it's just it's just sad to me that like this is these people have like can like reign power like that this is common thought now and they can affect people and that so much of parts of this country have become so hateful plus on a friday night right as right as we were going to bed I was like, this is the <laughs> that's my fault <laughs> i, I was like, we just had a, like a wonderful one. friday night we're gonna like <laughs> i actually was like watch- i have to watch a christmas i have to watch some hallmark before i go to bed and it did it calmed me down <laughs> so we've been excited to watch this movie unlocking christmas only based on the the pe- the look of the people who are in it mm-hmm. and just the commercial had like a warm feeling yeah to them and it's this girl taylor cole who's been in her whole career is is um when you just look on her imdb it's all those hallmark posters yeah of any time of year she has her own like hallmark series and she's really pretty yeah. and 
I like her. And then this guy, Steve Lund, who was in Schitt's Creek, he was the guy who was like both dating Stevie and David at the same time. He was like a furniture maker mm-hmm. or something. And he's cute. He's like super Canadian, but he has sort of like a Joshua Tree vibe yeah. <laughs> to him. Kind of an indie rock vibe to him. Like I, yeah, I, I like both of them. He had like cute boots. <laughs> and it, but I mean, there are things I liked about it, but we got suckered into watching, watching another military one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like when we, it's secret, it's like, you know, that we're vegan and we think like, oh, we can eat this. And then, oh, actually this was cooked in bacon fat or something <laughs> like that. Like, ah, so <laughs> <got close>. duped. <laughs> there's some that really pound you over the head with their, whatever their agenda is. I didn't feel like this one was really like pounding you over the head with it. It was no. just, it was, there was. It was there it was the there, whole the, the Which whole is time. almost worse that they're, they've got like a dry erase board in the Hallmark writing room. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we need to add, oh, we need a little bit more military. Okay, just have him, he was in the Air Force. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And then they'll make a video that they send to the troops. Like, that was about it. <laughs> there was also like a moment where she, she was a doctor and she was helping children. And I kind of had a feeling for a moment that it was also like going to be some like sad helping ch- children one. Oh, Two, we were going to get a double dose. Yeah, it wasn't, though. I don't know if this probably didn't impact you as much as it did me, but his name was Kevin Matthews. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You know, Kevin Matthews, <laughs> a classic uh, radio personality here in Chicago for, you know, 30 years. Every time I hear, like, it's Kevin Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> you like a double oh, take. Oh, that's right. What are you, um, goofy? <laughs> it was classic Kevin Matthews bits. <laughs> There's some business where they go to, like, this old museum and, like, it has, like, this scene of like a town like they live in a little it's all about like being living in this little town of course it is and cedar park yeah and his grandfather had made this like um, model village of the town and it was like it was like the main the, like the centerpiece of the museum and it was this whole big thing it was so like dinky and impressive <laughs> The whole museum was rather unimpressive. It was. It was like, I'm like, who would ever go to this museum? Like growing up, um, Texas Tech had a had a museum and there would always be these wings that I would like. I worked there in high school and there would be like these wings I would have to like go into and dust or something because like no one would ever go to them. <laughs> and they would be, I would be kind of scared. Like <laughs> no one's around, just me. <laughs> and that's what this museum, it was just a museum of that. <laughs> There's like this historical society museum in our neighborhood, and we never were like, what? What is this? Who would ever go there? I think that's probably exactly <laughs> what that museum is like. I only, I'm intrigued by the Edgewater Historical Museum, though, because we've never gone, and I I feel like we would be pleasantly surprised. You think so? I think it's just a lot yeah. of old photos of like. <laughs> 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 it looks pretty dry to me. <laughs> you don't want to learn about the history of Ashland and Foster? <laughs> like, what here was are there? the white people that lived here in the 1900s. <laughs> it was Swedish. It was they were Swedish. Yeah. I am curious about who like built our house and yeah. lived in our house. But maybe there's pictures of the house. <laughs> maybe over our holiday break we'll go. <laughs> Is it open? I think it's open. <laughs> Well, I don't, yeah, I guess so with COVID, I guess I don't know. Was it open. locked down in the last <laughs> phase? Yeah, I don't know. It was open, but then they locked it back down because it was too, too many people. What if it had a re- uh, like there was a special whole display of our house and it had some like <laughs> secret story? Because you know our house is weird. It has like creepy doors yeah. and secret rooms. <laughs> like this is where they kept children like locked up or something. Oh you know, your imagination isn't going wild because last night at the at It's a Wonderful Life, like when they when Santa was 
singing <laughs> you know it's just a they made like a video and they play yeah. it and um you're like wouldn't it be amazing if he jumped out of the screen because he always throws candy around yeah. at the end he runs up and down the aisles like wouldn't it be amazing if he jumped out of the screen and threw candy at the <laughs> wouldn't that have been funny <laughs> yes but it, how, it's never gonna happen well on the screen he jumps off the stage and then all of a sudden he, the real person him yeah. is like at the movie and then he goes to car from car to car it would be incredible i also feel like that guy that plays santa probably is like high probably in like high risk category <laughs> he doesn't seem very healthy no, he does a little look does like, look a little unhealthy. if you have to go to the bathroom during the movie he's always like sitting in the lobby <laughs> not, like out of like with maybe he still has the santa suit on but not like the hat and the beard or anything no i think he's in regular he is or, yeah, he, there's just like a, he looks up yeah he's yeah, like he looks overweight unhealthy. and sweaty yeah he's sweaty <laughs> yeah they, he has so, trouble getting up on this piano <laughs> Oh my gosh! And they and they always do their. They, my favorite is when they always do their their own. Like you're singing yeah. Andy Williams and Rudolph and White Christmas, you're all the classics, and then like. Uh, and right now we'll do our own Christmas song that we wrote. In this, in and you song. said last night, like of all years, maybe let's not do it this year. But they still Here's did. And you sang along to it. Christmas. You know every word. He wouldn't have been the same without it. I think if he wouldn't have played it, we would have been sad. They do the "I'm Dreaming of a Chicago Christmas" yeah. and a mint by Frango. You know? <laughs> and I was hoping that they would update the lyrics for COVID. They kind of phoned it in. Mint by Frango. And like when Berghoff served a meal with care. Oh my god! There was one year they did something with Rizzo. Remember, yeah, like after the Cubs on, won the like World Series, like yeah. that. They Anthony yeah, Rizzo made about it. that. Another thing that I like about the light is I listen to Delilah. Mm-hmm. You know, we like Delilah. <laughs> Delilah. On Lot FM, she has an. I never realized she has an accent. I think she lives in like Dallas or something. right? Yeah, is that she? You know, she talks to people. And it's weird, too, because I noticed that a lot of the people that call are young. Yeah. It's like teenagers. I'm like, who are these teenagers calling Delilah? I probably would have listened to Delilah in high school. <laughs> and you would have sent her a message? I don't know. Um, I have weird radio things. So the other day she said, like, uh, she said, here's a message that I got from a Jane Doe. Not her real name. I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> and Jane Doe says, I just met the most beautiful man We've been dating for like four weeks. It's been the most wonderful relationship I've ever been in. I've gotten out of a bad relationship, and I just am so happy about the holiday season. And then Delilah's like, that is wonderful. I am going to play a song for you. <laughs> and then it's, I saw mommy kissing. It's like whatever <laughs> they have queued up on the, yeah. on the deck set. It was like the one on the other night. It was like, Delilah, this is, I'm just so sad. My boyfriend broke up with me. And she's like, oh, that's just terrible, especially around the holidays. I'm going to play a song for you. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> it's like, what? what? <laughs> there I am. Listen to it every every night at 7. This is Delilah on Lot FM. <laughs> And then she obviously like records a bunch of stuff that says like Chicago. And she's yeah. like those Uber Eats commercials where they record a bunch of different cities and then they just plug it. Yeah. Plug when, it uh, what's her face? What's her name? 
Jonathan Simone Van Ness Biles. and Simone Biles. Yeah, they mentioned like Rosh Dashen. Demera. <laughs> yeah, Demera. Yeah. It was really exciting. I actually rewinded it to like show you. It's like, honey, look, they just mentioned a, a local restaurant on this commercial. So anyway, unlocking oh, Christmas. Yeah. So the premise is a bit like Truman Show where they get tricked into like thinking that their small town is like they they should they can never leave their small town like they she's always wanted to move sh- to chicago she gets a job there he's been in the air force and he's looking for a way to like use those skills mm-hmm. to do something he gets a job in california and like they get like duped into like staying in the small small town and i'm just like screaming at the screen because <laughs> all these like these things individual you know they're like together the whole time trying to solve this puzzle thing yeah it's like scavenger hunt and then at the same time they're de- they're like getting these job offers and all they needed to do was just have like one conversation right. like okay where are you in this what relationship are we, yeah like, i have this opportunity to go to california yeah. you have an opportunity to go to chicago are we going to do that and separate yeah. or are we going to be together? So, you know, they sort of like break up because they, they overhear. Yeah, she, she hears parts yeah. of the conversation. Uh, <laughs> I, I know you hear that. crazy. <laughs> I know that doesn't make a good movie, but also this doesn't make a good movie. <laughs> I, I hate oh. when people don't just have a, just one simple conversation kind of taking care of this. And I, I'm like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> and you said... Well, they should just go their separate ways. <laughs> and I was like, geez. They each got their, like, dream job. <laughs> like, I was like, no, they should just give up their dreams. Stay in this dreams. podunk town. <laughs> he was going to build houses for poor people or something. Yeah, he tacked that on at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, this whole... Co- he Again, another misunderstanding. He thought his dad wanted him to stay in town and um, run the hardware store. And his dad's like, no, I want you to do what you want yeah. to do. I don't expect you to do this. They're just trying to, like, give him something to do as an... While he's home. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there was some some darkness in his past that was never really addressed. We also never knew how her parents died. Yeah. Some questions that weren't answered. And I told yeah. you at one point, like, I think we're going to get the answers to all these questions. And then it was eight minutes. I know. Like, I don't think we're... Like, we haven't gotten any answers to any questions. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because he was wounded in battle. Yeah. And we don't know how or... Because he was like, he... Or how the extent of his injuries. He was injuries. like a parachute jumper yeah. or is that and uh he yeah, landed on his foot weird or something so <laughs> but then they made references that he needed to like stay busy i'm like what there's something here yeah. like he's gotten into some trouble because he didn't stay busy or he, he likes he needed the structure yeah like he went into the military for a reason and but his dad told him no i don't expect you to do this and he's like okay i'm gonna take this job and then he just ended up staying there and working at the hardware store and like i don't know and there were times in my life where i thought about joining the military like when i was young because i too like structure i like the getting up at the same time you like the... your structure you would not <laughs> like someone else's structure. yeah that, that's yeah that's probably that's probably true <laughs> and i'd be a horrible military person could you imagine me in the military it doesn't i don't i can't picture it <laughs> it was like do you remember 9-11 after 9-11 i remember i want i was like I got to get out of this radio. I'm radio. I'm doing like wacky bits. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, I want to do something that makes a difference. That makes a difference. So I was like, maybe I'll be a Chicago police officer. Oh, geez. So I took that. Like I took the <laughs> Chicago. So glad you didn't do that. <laughs> I took the Chicago police exam. And it came back that you weren't racist enough. So they didn't approve <laughs> you. 
<laughs> and so I like I passed the written portion of the test and then you had to take the the physical portion. But then by that time I was over doing good for people. <laughs> I was like, ah, the radio's fine. You're just like, I'm just going to watch Frasier. <laughs> but I, I sometimes think about what if I went through, like if I was a cop, imagine me like no. shooting somebody or like holding a gun, like no. how, how weird that would be. But maybe that's, they need, they don't need people who are drawn to being a cop. They need people like you who are more thoughtful to yeah. be a cop. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't oh. want to, I wouldn't <laughs> We're tackling it. everything today. <laughs> just like drive. I just want to drive around the car and listen to my Spotify. Like, Again, I wouldn't want to get just, I we come back to the same thing. <laughs> Where do you want to be a bartender just in the afternoon when nobody's there? Right, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that sound wonderful? You could just like put the TV on and watch whatever and like read the papers. <laughs> Maybe occasionally serve a person. You just want to drive around the car. <laughs> so then how did the, it end and they were together and they decided yeah. to stay in cedar we spoiled it <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess is this the i guess this is the last one last holiday That's one it. the other the other thing we watched was we watched chris's vacation for the millionth time and what i had never noticed before was you know they, they kind of like show what day it is on an advent calendar their parents were there for like over two weeks yeah Long time. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no wonder they were it was such a big deal. Well, there's a point in in the movie where Chevy Chase's uh, parents are watching. They're watching a parade and falling asleep. Yeah. The parade. I'm like, what parade? It's like are, December 18th. <laughs> yeah, like what parade is this? Yeah. Is it like for the Peach Bowl? You know, also, in the beginning, they drive and there's mountains. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there's so. a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I think I called something out, and you were like, "Okay, there, there's some problems with this, <laughs> the consistency." <laughs> oh yeah, because the in the first scene when they go to drive through Colorado and they pick out their tree, and then you know they he forgets the saw. So the next scene is like them driving with the whole the roots and all the base <laughs> of the tree. I was like, "How do they ever get that? Yeah, That's a no. thousand pounds." <laughs> We, we have to suspend belief <laughs> here. Yeah, and then we watch it on AMC, so there was no was, swear words. Yeah, it was the only way we could watch it, so we had to like fast forward the commercials. We were going to watch White Christmas last night. We had to watch Unlocking Christmas for this. We, yeah, we took part in Festivus, so that ate up our. Let me watch some Saturday Night Live. So we'll have Christmas. to. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to watch White Christmas tonight. But we want to watch. There's a Christmas movie on tonight we were going to watch with Travis Van Winkle. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah, it is Travis Van Winkle. <laughs> he looks like a Travis Van Winkle, too. <laughs> yeah, But it's yeah. one of those ones that start at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night. It's too late <laughs> to save it. Unlocking Christmas was a 9 o'clock one that we had to save. I think this is, I was going to say, like, oh, maybe we'll sneak one more in before Christmas. But Christmas is I don't think you'll be, you'll be able to edit it yeah. is the problem. So. Yeah. Unless you want to, like, go in on your day off. Will you do that for our fans? <laughs> as long as nobody writes a negative review. Yeah, we did get a, re- a really nice. Yeah, so please give us ni- a nice rate <laughs> um, review and um, rating. We did just get a really nice one. I know. I, on there. So I really pre- like it takes time to do that. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, and I feel guilty that I don't do it more often with things that I buy. I pretty much just buy the product and then I mm-hmm. I forget about it. I don't I don't think how how well that would make the seller feel. Yeah, is like posting. A well, people will review. post reviews about like who they gave it to. Like I really love like re- it's fun to like know yeah. that part yeah. of it. Do it for them, but also do it to like 
negate the crazy bad ones right I'm gonna yeah get true yeah too i mean and i know too like if i if i buy something and i look at i read reviews a lot when i buy things just like having to buy clothes online is hard and so yeah. you can read like how that actually was in person and how it fit and i know if there's a one-star review it, that's all about the reviewer not the actual yeah product if if it's mostly getting good reviews even i mean it's the same thing with like yelp or any mm-hmm. type of customer review based platform someone you're always going to get somebody that's yeah going to be disappointed someone brought up a point with me that like it's easy to take your frustration out right now on <laughs> someone the with a five-star guy. rating yeah. systems and that it's easy to like because i'm an i'm not a jeff bezos drone right. i'm an actual person and so to like you can take your frustration out on like an actual yeah. person too yeah so <laughs> Ugh. i don't want to end it i don't want to end no, it no no no. i'm sorry do you want me to sing a couple of songs will that be better <laughs> We can end it that way. All right. Well, everybody have a safe and Merry Christmas, and we'll hopefully talk to you soon. Christmas.